0: Hey, this is Kyle hey, this O'Reilly. Is Kyle O'Reilly, You're listening to You're and loving lovin the Spanish, announce, the Spanish table. announce Table.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the week. Hailing from Table Show Studios in Kansas City. Hosted by Captain Awesome and T-Mac, it is the Spanish Announce Table. We are recording here live at the beautiful, world-renowned Table Show Studios in Kansas City. Uh, you know, that I saw them, uh, they got the new gold plating on the walls here, T-Mac. Yeah, it's the number
0: yeah. one podcast recorded on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, so we deserve the best, and uh, I mean, we get it, including the the best talent agency owner in Kansas City Wrestling, or the world, we have Roscoe Leach on later in the show. Roscoe Leach, the newest uh, to the business we've ever interviewed? Ooh, the Regals were pretty young when we in the business when we interviewed him, regals huh? are
0: really young yeah. and i think he uh, interviewed uh anthony after one match
1: right so so yeah so but he's up there
0: he's definitely up there
1: definitely up there but certainly not a rookie to being hilarious and entertaining so that you're gonna gift to enjoy of gab, it. baby the gift of gab so that's later in the show uh, up now how was your week t-mac
0: it was good hey uh, i'm kind of famous Did you see that?
1: I did see that. Yeah.
0: So uh, over this past weekend, I uh, met Stevie Richards at the NWL show. (laughs) A sweetheart of a man. Super cool guy. So yeah. nice. So great. Easy to talk to. Does not like big time yet. Even though me as an ECW mark, I'm thinking like holy shit, this is the guy that was in the first ever main event of the first ever pay-per-view for ECW. This is the guy that did the Blue World Order. This was the guy that was in Raven's Flock. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And he was just putting me at ease. Yeah. could have been nicer. But, so we took a picture together, right? Hey, I want to remember this and I want to put it on Facebook so that I can didn't have that on my on my day thing in years to come, right? Yeah. Uh, then it came out, uh, which this is kind of a news story, but we didn't, I didn't cover it. I don't know if you did. But uh, Stevie Richards is now going to be training uh, Colby Covington uh, at American Top Team. And it's more than just Colby. I think he's going to be training everyone at American Top Team for uh, strength and conditioning so nice. they made that announcement in the news uh they used uh, the picture of uh stevie richards and me i know on, on WrestleZone. zone that's, and so, so, crazy. Cool. that's <laughs> so crazy that's so crazy
1: because like he, there's a five million pictures of stevie richards when you google him, probably right but everywhere yeah, But there's t max cheese and grin face <laughs> i loved it it was great. great and your shirt was awesome that was cool yeah I love that shirt It's
0: from Wags and Weights If you like that shirt And you like dogs And you like fitness Which I do Both of those things uh, Wags and Weights You can follow them on Instagram uh, Go to their website Google them Support them The shirt's cheap It helps with dogs And it's great I love it I love it I love it
1: Speaking of uh, Shirts and merchandise If if you're going to do that Make sure you stop by Thecafepress.com Slash Spanish Announce Table And pick up some Spanish Announce Table gear While you're at it So you look great Any day of the week the day you wear exactly. the stuff from Wags and Ways, and the way you stuff, uh, the days you wear mm-hmm. the stuff from here. Uh, what else, man? Anything else good going on in your life? Well, uh, I'm reading a great book about the Dream Team.
0: And oh, yeah. It's by Jack McMullen. And I might have mentioned this before, but I feel that it's very appropriate this week because yesterday, Tuesday, uh, what month are we in? August, August August eighth yeah August eighth was the twenty fifth anniversary of the announcement of the Dream Team mm-hmm. and so feel like that's uh, very fitting. It's a fantastic book if you're into alpha males trying to coexist to play sport. This book's for you, and if you just love like hearing stories about all-time great athletes like Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Charles Barkley, John Stockton, Carmel, and I can keep going on, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, anyhow, Christian Leitner, Chris Mullen, uh, no big deal. Uh, It's great, and if you're a basketball head like I am, and I love basketball, early 90s, and then that, like, Boom! That Magic and Bird did in the late '80s to early '90s. It's perfect. There's so many great stories in this book. I love it. I love it. I love it. I haven't finished it yet. I'm about two thirds of the way done, but I love this book. It's great. So between the book,
1: being famous, meeting Stevie Richards, life is decent. How about nice. you? We've had uh, my father in law in town, and he. So you know, we just moved out to the ranch out here, and so he owns and operates a farm up in Maine, uh, and. Also is a, you know, just carpenter by trade and all this and can do all sorts of housework, which we've also been doing. So he's been here actually helping us quite a bit. Uh, Just getting a bunch of crap done, man. Still plugging away and living life.
0: You first world problems. Oh, yeah. uh, so I own a ranch and I'm having some difficulties. So my father in law, who also also owns a ranch in Maine,
1: he comes out and doing he stuff. just
0: helps out. Yeah yeah. Look at you guys. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Other than that, man, just uh, working and 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 living, watching wrestling. Hey, how's your four wheeler? Fine, it it needs some work, and that's one of the things he you know he's gonna try to help us out with too. Uh, like it needs a. When
0: why? you write it, when you write uh, it, do you feel like Stone
1: Cold Steve Austin going around like corners and stuff? It it is a fun thing. Now our our situation is we bought it. I, did did I explain when we bought this four wheeler? Uh, <laughs> bought it from this guy who coincidentally was living down the street. Right, I was just looking online for a four wheeler and saw this one for sale, and we went and looked at it. it well, the listing it says. Um, has some body damage. It was rolled in an accident that caused me to have complete facial reconstruction surgery. You'll see when you get here. That was written on the like blurb for the forehead And so I'm like front. So I'm like Okay. And we go see him, and yeah, I mean, like, he, so his picture looks like all-American model, you know, just classic good looks, right, blonde hair, blue eye, and then this guy gets here and his face flat, and he's got like this whole scar ear to ear, uh, and <laughs> a, a, absolute amazing guy, and of course that sucks for him, I don't know, to make light of it, because uh, he seems super cool and, and all that, but, um, so, one of the things is, uh, we're... T- looking at the four-wheeler on that one okay so some of the front end parts need to be replaced that's part of the reason it's rolling because you know what i mean just things like that and it's a work four-wheeler it's not one of the like racing play ones right so my daughter who was always scared to get on it recently has started writing it down to get the mail and come back right so now she's like oh that's not so scary and she's out there taking these hairpin turns and everything i just know that thing i'm like fuck that guy had an entire face reconstructed right and we've told her this and so i she comes doing that gunning it and i go hey hey that's a we've told you this thing is more you know for a work thing it's pulling things around here it's you know what i mean carrying stuff to different parts of the land it's not a racing fun one we're gonna buy one of those later right so we can all we're gonna get dirt bikes and stuff like that and have fun out here but this one will roll and you, you know what i mean it's gonna seriously hurt and she goes i didn't die did i and i was like what? oh i went you might wish you were dead if that thing rolls over on you and you have to have your complete face fixed God. But did you kind of want to give her a high five for the I mean, baller answer? I that
0: mean, was a baller answer.
1: That was you would have wanted to give her a fi- high five if you yeah. win. You have kids. No, I wanted to. No, I was like, I, I went, hey, listen, I smart ass. I went, <laughs> yeah, I would have yeah. been like, hey, listen to me. Yeah. No, no. Later, save I laugh that one here. For next time. Yeah. Later, I laugh yeah. here. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So and so she, you know, we're a little worried about that and it's like one of the brakes is not really working like one of, you know so just gotta yeah, work on it fun. but uh, yeah. it helps a lot it's one of the best things we have i don't know how we would have done half the shit we've done around here without it so because you got we'll to move shit around and yeah so yeah man but that's what we're doing let's get into the wrestling stuff that's why everybody's here they don't care about our lives right and yes they do we <laughs> maybe they do all right they care about mine so you like they to know. start us off every week on a positive note because sometimes wrestling and maybe even this week there's a lot to go "Eh." but you like to start off positive because there's no better way to start it off than that way in positivity exactly and you give us three things each week to be positive about what are t max three p's
0: all right i'm gonna read the first one just like i wrote it okay so here it is yeah brock lesnar alpha male shit that's it
1: yeah that's That's all you
0: need to know
1: that's it huh all right p2
0: (laughs) how fucking cool is that all right p2 i loved the old school feel that smackdown had at the very end of the episode right Uh so Randy Orton beats Ginder. It's the first time that Ginder's suffered a pin since winning the title. Uh, the uh, Singh brothers weren't there. Yada, yada, yada. Randy Orton raises his hand. Hey, see you next week. WHAP! Rusev with that kick to your yeah. fucking face. Right. I love that. That is great. Because right. then it makes me go like, oh, shit. And even though it's kind of a mid-card feud, right? Let's all be serious here. Yeah. But... It makes me go, well, I want to see what happens next week, right? Even if, even though it's just kind of a uh run-in-the-mill feud that doesn't really have much legs, that gave it some juice. And I love that. And and I love how it ended kind of on a cliffhanger, right? Now, if it was a more right. prominent storyline, it would have been uh more captivating, but still, they did great. I loved it. I love the whole episode of SmackDown, actually. Okay. But I loved how that ended. So yeah. that was my P two. Okay. And then P three is can Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns just fight forever? Yeah. I don't want them to ever go for a title. I don't even care. Like, I want them. This is what would be, be awesome. This fatal four-way starts, right? Ding, ding, ding. And we're going to talk about him in a little bit, and I'll reference it now. But when uh, Yoshihiro Takayama and Don Fry at Pride 21 just grabbed each other by the back of their necks and just... Fucking fist faced themselves to oblivion. Just do that. I just want them to like grab their, grab each other's necks, stare at each other, and just punch each other right in the nostrils and just (laughs) pop, 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 pop. And it just goes to the backstage, <laughs> and we have a second camera that just follows them fighting into the streets, fighting into the river. Yeah, yeah I off of yeah, the water. Right. Yeah, I just want them to fight forever. It's so fun. They've done so many fun things with the ambulance going 100 miles per hour into the back of another uh, semi. Mm-hmm. The last man standing that they just did. Now Uh, they've the ambulance with, I'm not finished with you yet. All of it. It's been great. It always feels fresh. I love it. Fight forever. Don't even bother with Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe. Let them have a real match. You two just fucking fight each other to death. I like that. I I hope they both land huge uppercuts on each other at the same time and die. That's how they should end. <laughs> not, not the actual people. I'm talking about the characters. That's how the characters should end. Right. Fight forever. Two, like Rocky and Apollo Creed, right? In Rocky 1, but except for it's real uh, punches at land and they're dead
1: okay that's an interesting take i like that uh i i do like them fighting and i think that would be cool in the main event if that just happened they just went off fighting and were just gone and then the other two actually had the match and we just like occasionally checked in on them fighting in some weird random fucking spot they don't do fun stuff like that they would do that in the attitude era they don't do fun stuff like that anymore especially in a main event oh my god they would shit their pants if somebody even suggested that now and that's not fun they should do that That, that would be fun to see but just guess, randomly you know, be like, we just got word we need to check outside, and they're fighting on top of some fucking hood of some car, you know? And they'll be like, all right, we'll check back in with them later, back to the ring. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, and I'd love, even if you go back to the origin of their feud, it was just Braun Strowman needs better competition, Roman Reigns said, I'm that better competition, and now it's back to P number one, alpha male shit. And I love it. And that's just fight forever. God, I want them to fight forever. Literally, just every week, just a fist fight backstage. I like it. I I don't even want to hear them talk. I don't even want to hear them talk ever again. Just fight. fist fight. Just fist fights. Anytime one of them
1: is about to be interviewed, as soon as they go to open their mouth, the other one jumps in and starts beating them up. We never get to hear them talk. No, There's no promos. Just
0: fist fights. <laughs> just fist fights. God, that would be so great. For yeah. a year. Can't
1: it's even book like... a match because they just fight before it starts. We try to yep. book every match and they just fight.
0: Yeah, Kurt Angle has both of them separated in separate dressing rooms. We're going to have them fight other competition because it's for the betterment of WWE. So our first match is going to be Roman Reigns versus now a heel Dean Ambrose, right? Yeah, Let's right. do that. Dean Ambrose gets out there. He's doing his little strut. Roman Reigns' music plays. They have security follow Roman Reigns to the ring. As soon as he gets in the ring, lights out, Dean Ambrose is out of the ring uh, Braun Strowman's in the ring
1: this fight slight, yeah.
0: da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> that's what needs to happen every time
1: I like oh, that I idea a lot alright well let's talk about what has happened and we do that through the mother 11 news we pick the four hottest topics of the week really slow news week but there's definitely some heavy hitters in here so we'll just get into it T-Mac do you want to go first or do you want me to go first yeah
0: I'll go first this time just because uh, I mentioned-
1: sorry I was a little quick on the draw there
0: Yeah, you know, I swear that never happens, ladies. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I'll go, um, and this is very sad, so let's transition into a serious tone. Mm. And three, two, one, here we go. MiddleEasy.com, which, side note, uh, always visit MiddleEasy.com. It is the best site for MMA. Anyhow, MiddleEasy.com reports that Japanese pro wrestler Yoshihiro Takayama has been paralyzed from the neck down after suffering suffering an injury while wrestling in Osaka, Japan for the DDT promotion back in May. The injury was not known at the time it occurred, and the seriousness of his condition came to light today. The family's having financial issues uh, revolving around his medical care right now there is no word yet as to how fans can assist and as always we wish uh takiyama and his family the best during this time hopefully he can get back uh, on his feet literally and figuratively and uh get this turned around for him
1: he did a lot of mma too didn't he wouldn't he uh, oh, yeah so pride
0: 21 so uh for a backstory of people who don't know him, he was in all Japan pro wrestling from like 97 to 2000. He was known for just taking like a shit ton of punishment and just keep walking forward. Right? Well, he actually proved that to be true at pride 21 versus Don Fry. Put it in your Google machine, put it in your YouTube, watch that fight. It's the greatest physical alpha male shit in the world that's ever been recorded. It's the, it's the, fucking awesome thing ever. I love that fight so much. Uh, and it was Pride 21, Don Fry, Yoshihiro Takeyama. Goddamn, if you don't fucking get pumped for that, you just never talk to me again. That's just right there, how that goes. Uh, but he has also made note in pro wrestling. I want to read this. He is one of two men to hold all three major titles and uh, there I don't know how to say the word, Pursue me? I don't know. But he held the IWGP heavyweight champion, the triple crown heavyweight champion, and the GHC heavyweight championship at the same time.
1: The same damn time?
0: He had three championship belts at the same damn time. Only two men have done that. Him and Kinzuki Saka and Kata or... All you new Japan guys, critique my English because, or my uh, Japanese because. Guess what? I don't know the language.
1: <laughs> we're American. Don't. We don't know, oh, and we don't want to take the time to learn.
0: Well, and I don't want to. You know what? Uh, I won't go on a tangent about how we speak. Never mind. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. positivity.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, positivity. We're not too so, far removed to you know, from the three P's. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully he gets bet uh, get feeling better uh, soon and gets all this resolved and hopefully yeah. with the advancement in modern medicine this can get uh, uh, this can get uh, taken care of soon. But he's great and like I said, even if you don't watch any of his pro wrestling matches, and like I just mentioned, he's one of two men to hold three world championships at the same time. Watch Pride Twenty One versus Don fry i cannot emphasize that enough
1: i just put it right here in my google machine and we'll save it for later after the show
0: oh god yeah during break i'm gonna watch you watch that and if you don't like it we're done with this show that's how serious it is
1: i'm used to faking interest in your shit anyway so all right let's <laughs> look at your face Did you say that to your wife man i wish people could see your face sometimes all right let's move on good uh best wishes to them Yeah, if by top you mean on the top shelf. Double
0: toppy. Hey, you, I found out
1: what that is. Do you know what double toppy is? What's that?
0: A getting head from two girls at the same time. It's called double toppy. It's an urban dictionary thing. Just learned
1: about that in Desis and Marrow.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, what now? Uh, I don't know. What's this?
1: <laughs> the Hogan. <laughs> oh, yeah. WWE has confirmed the bicep injury that Scott Dawson suffered and confirmed the incident went down while competing against Cesaro and Sheamus at a WWE live event in Canada over the weekend. Fucking America's hat. Ah, WWE senior ringside physician Dr. Chris Amon told WWE.com that, quote, Dawson's injury is consistent with a ruptured right distal bicep tendon. He will be seen for a surgical consult early this week with the treatment most likely requiring surgical repair, end quote. Which I had read somewhere else that that means he's out for months. And that can't be shittier timing for the top guys, right?
0: Yeah, I'd fire him. Gosh,
1: there you go, man. Forever the Revival done pretty damn quick, huh?
0: Well, you know why I would fire them? Well, I wouldn't fire them. So, have them come back. But I would do something that separates them from the rubber band club. Yeah, the pew pew. They're the the same thing. Yeah. So, get get them apart. But I would actually want a release if I was the Revival. Because you know who you could go pair up with right now? young bucks. The young cunts. You would make a shit ton of money there would oh be a my shit God. ton
1: of money to be had over there
0: a pwg show oh with that God. as the main event just anyway they could
1: travel they could do roh nw uh what is it iwgp what is it over there right now new japan uh new japan. pro wrestling and uh yeah gosh that's uh, yeah. what i would do pwg make, yeah
0: yeah make the real money doing less work getting over in an angle that every iwc dork <sighs> yep. wants to see did Myself you also included. see
1: cody Rhodes? now again there are no cody Rhodes. But Cody Rhodes said he's making three times more money now than he was inside, which I believe for because he was a mid-card guy doing crap there at WWE.
0: Well, that and what, one thing that people don't realize, I don't think, and it came to my mind when uh, Ryback was talking about it, is, yeah, let's hypothetically say they make $253,000 a year, right? Who? They're spending they uh, a, a who? pro wrestler. Right, yeah. yeah let's say... A let's WWE say is, pro
1: wrestler, a mid-carder, is what you're saying. Let's
0: say Sami Zayn. Yeah, let's Sami say Zayn, Sami right. Zayn makes 300000 a year, right.
1: right? Sounds about right, probably.
0: Yeah. He's spending sixty dollars yeah. to $70,000 in travel and yeah. lodging. Right. So it's like, yeah, he's making 300000 but he's not really making 300000 because... Yeah. WWE has their uh wrestlers as independent contractors. Now you go to the Cody Rhodes who's working less dates, getting not as much money, but not paying for all the hotel and lodging because when they do have him come out to Pain. London or LA, yeah, they take care of the plane ride and the hotel. So yeah of course he's probably making more money than what he was as a mid carter like i don't doubt that at all
1: now the the difference is when you get into that upper tier level in wwe those people start making a shit ton more cash
0: yeah 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 the the guys that have the tour buses that's a different level
1: the 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 merchandising with the guys who have like 10 shirts you know versus the right new day right 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 okay um yeah, man, I, I don't know. We'll see what but happens to them, to I guess.
0: I I hope he gets healed fast, Uh, but I hope that they separate the, the rubber band club and them because I think for either of those teams to get skyrocketed, they need to be away from each other. And to me, I would push the Revival over the rubber band club. Me too, but man. if they can't stay healthy, then I'd let them – I'd cut bait. Just yep. boop, see it. How fucking cool is this? He has another statue. Um, mm,
1: mm, Yeah, I don't know who has a statue.
0: WWE Hall of Famer Bruno Sammartino was huh. honored with another statue, this time in his hometown. And guess what? I don't speak Italian either. So good luck translating what? this motherfucker. Piz Pharaoh, Italy.
1: <laughs> he did what in the fair art? Right.
0: Yeah. WWE already created a statue, if you remember, honoring yep. Bruno San Martino. Now San Martino, who is 81, has a statue in his hometown. Yeah. who?
1: How many people got two statues? Made that of is
0: awesome. And he said, and I'll quote him uh, as best as I can, uh, quote, everything that I am, everything that I've done, everything that I hope to be is because of my mom. How could I say no to this trip? If you have to put me on a stretcher to get me there, I'm going. I'd regret it the rest of my life if I didn't go. That's how much this means to him. Yeah, of course. Well, of course.
1: Hey, is he the only pro wrestler in history to have a statue outside of the wrestling industry made in his honor? Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, WWE's created, what, the Warrior and who else? Andre? Like, yeah. So, so you can argue, like, when we're saying, like, some of the greatest wrestlers ever— When you start arguing about anything that was actually honored by wrestling, well, then you start going, okay, well, the business is a work, so, you know, I mean, how do we value what? But we're talking independent of wrestling, his fucking hometown built a fucking statue of him. And his yeah. only fame is pro wrestling. He does, He's not like also an Olympian. Like he, right. I mean, yeah, that's right. it's crazy. not
0: Kurt Angle. It's not like right. a Kurt
1: Angle thing where he's also the
0: gold medalist in right. the Olympics. Yeah, Right. And so great for him. getting. And a, it wasn't even in st-
1: Italy. He did it in America. And then they're right. Like,
0: yeah. and, and Pizzeria Italy right. honored him with a statue. And that is awesome.
1: <laughs> All right. Congrats. We'll move on. I want to hear Senior Benjamin called to the stand.
0: Oh, my. No, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, Yeah! All right. Here, no comment. You yeah. just read it. Uh-huh. I got no comment.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me find a good starting point, because I didn't write this one myself. This is coming off of allwrestling.com. Uh, you know I'll what re- my
0: response to hmm. this is? Hmm. Uh, koalas are not in the bear community, and – 90% of koalas have STDs, and the most prevalent one is the clap. Uh, ooh. That's my response to whatever you're talking about mm, with this.
1: Mm. PW Insider reports now that trademark attorneys are assigned to both WWE and GFW as of July 27th. This means the companies will be able to bypass the normal three-month waiting period that is usually expected when trademark filings go to trial. Uh, is Trademark a dick. Is GFW slash Jeff Jarrett... Are they really not interested even in any money? Are they just trying to cock block this for Matt Hardy because they don't fucking like him? Because and now Matt Hardy has repeatedly historically been a dick to them and to everybody in his path, essentially. Um so you know are they just No.
0: Here, I'll I'll respond, god damn it, because you asked me right. a question. Um no, it's Jeff Jarrett who's a cunt. Yeah. Remember, well, yeah. He's I mean, so guy- I, I
1: think we've got two cunts butting heads here.
0: No, I think I think I think in this case, Matt Hardy just wants his shit. And Jeff Jarrett, remember, is the same guy that held up Vince McMahon for three hundred thousand yeah. dollars right yeah, before yeah, a match. He no, pulled an yeah. Ultimate Warrior yeah. after we knew that right. the Ultimate Warrior thing was stupid to do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, listen, I get that in this case, Matt Hardy's clearly in the right, but Matt Hardy has been a colossal dickhead and was in the end before this before he went to wwe trying to use the gimmick this whole thing went bad between him and jared anyway and they Mm -hmm. they were kind of at each other then so i think he's just putting out a doing it as a big fuck you and also seeing if they can fucking get wwe to pay them some dollars but uh yeah i mean jeff jared's completely the asshole in this situation but i think is it now just as these two fucking egos crashing
0: yeah yeah now it's one of those things it's like a cop who can't say he's yeah. wrong so he has to just double down on yeah. saying why he arrested you it's one of those things
1: right i feel like jared would have taken some of the deals already but now is in it too deep and just almost would rather see it not like just delay it long enough to where it wouldn't fucking matter but are they going to get around it with the woken thing that's what they've been talking about can I'd they do, do that? that i'd Fuck do that off. and test yeah. and then what are they going to do challenge you saying it was like what wwe did to, to or what wcw did to or whatever it was when they, when they were like uh you're using our gimmick and stealing yeah wwe tried to sue wcw right when they yeah, did yeah the, with uh, uh, right.
0: scott hall right. and uh kevin nash yeah Is, are
1: they gonna try that same thing well then you can tie them up in forever and you can outspend gfw and fucking anthem so you know <laughs> maybe they're just like fuck it we'll do something similar and run with it so yeah hey man there wasn't much news so i had to run with that all right (laughs) Uh,
0: i get it hey man
1: look i get it you you pull you made chicken shit
0: or you made chicken salad out of chicken shit i thought i came with a good question
1: for you right i thought we go you know we went a different angle with it uh but it looks like it's getting more down the nitty-gritty and wwe's involved because they did try to file some hardy trademarks that were delayed because of this they're likely to get those but the broken thing they're kind of they're trying to be an uninterested party just so they know when settlement talks aren't coming around they don't have to fucking fork anything over i think right they're like no this is between mm-hmm. you and fucking him so, all
0: right. hey but my koala thing right don't call them bears they're not in the bear community right and they and, have stds yeah they got the clap don't kiss them.
1: <laughs> no or don't. fuck them, or fuck them. yeah
0: you don't, don't fuck do a that. koala that should be the name of this
1: episode <laughs> uh yeah maybe Maybe not. Let's take a break on that note. and We'll come back for Tweet the Table, which will be a quick one. A quick one this week, right? Real short. When we come back to the Spanish Nounce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And
0: Emma was the first Australian female to appear on WWE television. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com.
1: Rusev uh, Udria, Rusev Machka. The music choice pop T Mac over there at the, uh, on the other chair here in the table show studios. You're pretty excited about that one. Love Rusev. Rusev's great, I, super underrated i feel like he could be in. Fun. i feel like he could be in bigger storylines too though but uh, he also doesn't need to be he makes some of those mid-card ones entertaining which oftentimes people in that situation that's their downfall so...
0: hey you know what he needs
1: mm.
0: a fucking tank a fucking tank look at my that's fucking tank he needs. <laughs> he needs more tanks
1: need that we need more
0: like... rusev on tanks
1: yes <laughs> All right, this is Tweet the Table. It's the most fun and interactive segment in wrestling radio, which is why I'm a little upset with you guys out there, uh, because not enough of you did it this week. I know wrestling- hey, it, was, it know, wasn't,
0: it was I'll tell you this, it was a fun week of wrestling, but it wasn't the greatest, so, right, you know? yeah, and- Not every week is a home run with the what Tweet What bothers the me,
1: though, is we're ramping up to SummerSlam, which is typically one of the more exciting- Shows and we'll get our picks next week, obviously, but like, uh, you know, I don't feel, for so I don't blame them. Yeah,
0: they can't write that long. They literally write in one week increments now. Like two is like greedy. Yeah. Like yeah. that, the, that the, uh, Fashion police still have a who done it is like, mind-boggling in today's day and yeah, age. Yeah,
1: that's true, too. Yeah, it's, uh, all right. So, I mean, so this will be quick. I mean, we did get uh, a couple people to do it, uh, so we will run through them. And, uh, you know, this is what you, you guys dictate this portion of the show, is all I'm saying. So, if you're feeling guilty, uh, just hit us up next week. Tweet the table. Hashtag tweet the table on your Twitter machine. You share any and every wrestling thought, and we'll read the best of them right here. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. At Chris Mercado 23 says, man, Jason Jordan is a great heel, but only in that suck hole country that you call Canada. Uh, uh, what do you think about that?
0: I I think I'm right.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah.
0: I think yeah. I'm right. I think mm-hmm. that's what they're doing because mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, man, this is like a turd in a punch bowl. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone in the IWC is getting such a hard on that Chad Gable is going to be the one that really shines in this storyline. He's going to be the one that we look back and say, it, it benefited him the most. <laughs> my name's Dave Meltzer, and I like steroids in my butthole. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what they're going with. Yeah. I'm right. I called it.
1: Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, there will be a running theme throughout this, but yes, it definitely was and this is somewhat typical it used to be more heavily this way in the late 90s but whenever they go to um whenever they go north right uh to <laughs> this is what we call in radio a stall whenever they go north to from that suck country <laughs> that you call canada uh things get a little what uh, what they like to call bizarro world as the announcer said
0: however Anyone on paper would know the reaction Jason Jordan's going to get when they throw in hometown jobber yeah. against Jason Jordan. Right. You could have been in in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Kansas City, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, Des Moines, Iowa, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, California. That reaction's always going to be there. If you just put on paper, star goes against local jobber
1: yeah right uh you know yes and uh yeah yeah we'll just leave it at that at lady undertaker says if aiden english wants to sing he should quit wrestling and go to broadway hashtag tweet the table
0: Blending on broadway i thought that's where he came from
1: well and wwe is broadway
0: well yes of course but i'm saying i thought he legitimately did come from, like broadway.
1: from actual like broadway in new york yeah right yeah yeah, because it may be so. I don't know. Um, but yes, like WWE is, is Broadway theater because that's based on house size, basically. Uh, I'd argue they're the longest running show on Broadway. That's I great. would
0: say you are correct.
1: Right. It's definitely not a sport. All right, right. right. Uh, let's hit Lady Undertaker again. She says, good match with Cena and Nakamura. I'm glad Nakamura is going to SummerSlam for that WWE title shot. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, but he ain't getting it. He ain't. He ain't. You won't you won't at chris mercado 23 says the ponytail is down so bailey means business hashtag tweet the table boy now it was canada but man she was getting some heat
0: because you don't they don't know they don't yeah no they don't know where to, they don't know where they don't know where to do a promo you do the sentimental shit backstage
1: yeah right you don't give the crowd the chance for one
0: yeah you don't give them that because even if you go way back to sean michaels lost his smile until he broke his fucking tears out they were like this is fucking stupid Boring. hey hey dumbass hey cokehead yeah why 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 is your eyes so back in the in your head huh are you mm-hmm. on drugs why don't you get out of the ring and shave and then he cried and then we get got all the like yeah. Then, but then he cried, and then we got all the. I love him, but it wasn't up until then. There were still yeah. smatterings of "fuck yeah. off."
1: Well, but and even so, then, I mean, like we think more fondly of it than we probably, especially if we were our age watching. We'd be like, "God oh, damn." Yep.
0: And and I don't care. It, I think it was the first year we did the show. Mark Henry ruined any sentimental news in front of a crowd forever. Yeah. I don't buy. Yeah. I don't buy anything. As yeah. soon as they go like, ah, oh, man, I'm hurt or I'm done. Nope, Mark Henry. Nope, Bailey. You're but, Mark Henry. You might not be hurt. I mean,
1: and I get that WWE looks at other things other than social media and the way people, you know, react in the crowd. They also look at merchandise numbers and other things like that to determine a star's popularity. But how would you not understand that people aren't feeling Bailey right now because you guys are writing shitty for her. And you're going to throw her out there there to do that in front of a crowd that is ridiculously, notoriously smarky. Yep, just doesn't. You weren't thinking, and you you know you didn't put in enough effort in that regard. You didn't do your homework, dum you dums. At Katie first, lady. She says, I look at Bailey's injury as a blessing in disguise. The way she's been booked this year, the reaction, uh, uh, she has got to be gone for a while. Hashtag tweet the table. I agree. It'll do her some good, and I want some sort of change. You know, you talk about you want her to stay as the happy-go-lucky face all the time, but there still should be something that changes. You don't have to do a heel turn to change up your character. Give me something to care about.
0: How about during the injury she gives us a guess who I met segment. Remember when Randy Orton got uh, initially injured and he would give it like the do, 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 do uh, your Randy Orton injury update. Right. right. Have Bailey be like, do, 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 do backstage. Ron Simmons. Hey, Ron, can you give me a damn? No, please give me a damn. Damn. Ha ha ha. Damn. Hug. Damn. And there's the segment. Right.
1: I like it. Now we see her hugging Bailey's Why, buddies.
0: Hug- yeah it's
1: Bailey's buddies and she runs into somebody every time yep
0: yeah yes because I've literally never seen her hug anyone outside of a crowd member and Sasha
1: yeah Bailey's or, buddies maybe she has this but, week yeah. on Bailey's buddies we have Jerry Lawler and then that's a little mm-hmm. creepy like they could go that yep. route right and be like
0: exactly
1: she would be like okay she gets like a little weirded out because he's looking at her too much all right anyway <laughs> Lady Undertaker's
0: buddies and hold on, Bailey's buddies and she tries to give David Otunga a hug and David Otunga says, "If you hug me, I'll
1: sue you." I like that. I like that. Or Jennifer Garner comes or what's a what's it? Who's he married to? What's her name? That one. Not Jennifer Garner though, is it? I don't know. Hudson. Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. And she comes in like, "Hey, what the hell?" (laughs) You know what I mean? Just a little cameo, right? At Lady Undertaker. Jennifer
0: Hudson. Right. And then it's all good.
1: (laughs) Then it's all fun. Right. I loved you in whatever movie she was in. All right, at, at, yeah, right, but didn't she do movies too?
0: Uh
1: huh. Yeah, right. That that one. Doesn't she? The one where they sing. She did something. At Lady Undertaker <laughs> says, <said, laughs> "I There's follow her career. Review. I follow her career about as much as I follow <laughs> David Otunga's." At Lady Undertaker <laughs> says, "Can't help wondering what roles Heyman plays with his wife in the bedroom." Thanks, Heyman, for that visual. Hashtag tweet the table. I bet you he's job of the hut. <laughs> I bet he puts bet on you. a dog collar.
0: All right, at Christmas. <laughs> no, I bet you he's Job of the Hut, and he makes uh-huh. his wife get into the Princess Leia oh, thing. and no. he
1: puts her on a on a leash and no. like pulls her. Towards I, I him. get the absolute different. I get that he's like the he's getting, she's bossing him around, and he's right. You don't get that feel from Paul Heyman.
0: No, but oh, you think yeah. maybe he's uh he's dating Natty on the side?
1: Right, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, he's in her he's in her dungeon, bitch. All right. <laughs> at chris Mercado twenty three says, How can you boo someone that just got injured? Man, Canada does suck. Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, I can boo anybody. It's, 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 lots of reasons.
0: We then. did it. Yeah, we did a segment where
1: we saw what I could not shit on. And guess Man. what? There was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. We need to do that. Hey, here's here, if you need some help with some Tweet the Tables, do a hashtag Tweet the Table, uh, T-Mac can't complain about, and then put something on there. And let's see. Just throw it out there. Hashtag Tweet the Table, hashtag T-Mac can't complain about. And then just give I, us a little something I'll he can't complain it. about. There you go. I like that. Please give us some of those. At the Iceman Forever says, so how long until WWE actually starts referring to Gallows and Anderson as the good brothers for their team name? Hashtag tweet the table. I don't like that. That they. You know, I've never been one where um, I care that it's like when they're like, oh, you're using inside terms, like the Jim Cornette bullshit or the Jim Jim Ross Mm -hmm. stuff. But that one just, maybe it's just because I don't like them. When I hear them say it, I'm like, really, guys? Like, really? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, they they need to be mechanics because they look like it. Right. Yeah. I might get behind I'm, that. If they come out on some motorcycles and shit that, that are souped up like they did it like and actually mm-hmm. look like bikers and weren't fucking dorks. All right. And Lady Undertaker says, Wyatt's traveling through darkness doesn't have the same style, finesse, and magic as Takers. Hashtag to the table. Man, I feel bad for Lady Undertaker. I feel like she's never going to get over Undertaker being gone. Some people
0: won't. Hey, you know, I get it. I get it's it. Okay. I totally get
1: it. And and but yes, I mean she's still right. I mean why it's just. But I think it, it could have been. They just never pulled it off right and took too long to get around to trying and just. He's a broken character. Like not
0: broken like Matt Hardy. I'm saying like everything about his credibility and yeah. awe and sizzle is gone, and yeah. I think it's always going to be gone.
1: Well, and it, again, it's easier said than done. But give us something new. You already did reinvent yourself once and you did amazing at it and that was completely his idea from what we're told and and most of what he says and does is his idea from what we're told so i mean it's a tall order but if this is not going well there's no reason you can't switch it up and be completely different if you wanted to yeah undertaker was a biker there's money there in bray wyatt i mean he is the guy playing bray wyatt whatever windham he is whatever his real first name is right or rotunda right he's something rotunda uh he's great he's good on the mic he's good in the ring he has a presence he has some charisma he's just got to find something that's going to click and i you know i think he had found something but it just the timing went off so
0: hey after he loses the finn you know what he should do it would be really fun to get everyone to go Ooh, is have him start stalking jojo Ooh, right see how that just made you do it yeah i like that it already makes sense with like the spiritual blah 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 terrorizing a, a lady right yeah but then you add on to the like are they fucking, uh-huh. and, uh, are they fucking...
1: and then yeah yeah or how about this one what if we did broken bray wyatt and said fuck gfw <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> that,
0: was, that would be even better right I love that broken
1: idea. bray wyatt yeah and just have him yeah, get all fucking weird like i mean yeah fuck him at Chris Mercado 23 says big cast is so fucking vanilla just throw some leather pants on him and call him Tess's son hashtag tweet the table he could be the son of test see we did the jordan thing he'd be like i've got a wrestling dad too mine's test. dead <laughs> yeah mine's dead test and fuck kelly kelly hey kelly kelly's guess, back <laughs> guess he failed that test all right <laughs> jesus christ At kitty first lady says, I did laugh at Cesaro for almost missing his entrance. Hashtag tweet the table. I'm done with Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus. Are you? I mean, like, it's just, they're not, they're not entertaining to me and they're not charismatic and they're not, I mean, like, just, I don't know. They need
0: to be, they need, they need something, right? The Barg thing, I think, is still fun. And maybe that's just because we thought of it. That's why I want it to still happen. Yeah. But. Is something I will give him this. There is something when that bright light is on and the camera does the three sixty, and they're both doing two different types of poses. Yeah. There's something that I still like about that.
1: Yeah, I just I mean, well Cesaro's. We just I can't done. buy into this like they're two cool dudes because he's just a I mean he's a super nice guy and not an annoying nerd, but he's just a big nerd, you know. And you're just like ah that's cesaro man super athletic and he's fun yeah but dork, dork. he doesn't drink yeah it's just like i I just can't i don't know man there there will never be that big like i don't see it uh, this big cesaro run you know just nope it's done yeah all right at mr fourth row says the miz doing a little let's do this and that with Heyman and lesnar awesome hashtag tweet the table
0: I love that segment. I love it. it. I thought Miz put Heyman in his place. I thought Heyman retorted perfectly. And I thought Brock Lesnar said, I'm fucking king shit. Look at my athleticism. I'm going to throw you fucks in the next week. See you.
1: Yeah, I liked it. At I follow WWE, says hashtag tweet the table. I love street profits, and I want to see how far they can go. NXT? Yeah. Yeah. NXT. They look cool. They, they look do. like
0: what they thought. They look like what they thought they were going to do with New Day.
1: Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I like Yeah. I mean, there's certainly room to, you know, I, the tag teams in on the main roster, there are plenty of them, but there's no reason to think that if they were doing well, they wouldn't just replace one of them up there with them. If anybody in NXT came up with a real good tag team run, there's no reason to think they wouldn't get rid of fucking, like we said, the top guys because hey man what's they're getting crazy injured.
0: yeah because what's crazy is like okay that just proves that there's already people looking at what's next kind of thing yeah and we haven't even got what's next on the main roster like yeah. the revival are, is still like i don't know we haven't what we need a match on pay-per-view and it's like sorry man they're already coming behind you
1: yeah at lady undertaker says Strowman did the ultimate chair shot with that office chair wow hashtag tweet table that was super fun god that was cool he said hey fuck you and i mean i wonder like did they practice that at all and because boy you can only throw that a certain way without it being dangerous as fuck
0: well he got his hands up but initially the first live like
1: i was like oh my god he took it to the face well but just if you throw it wrong and it turns and then it's the damn wheels coming at you yeah or anything or the arm or something woof that could have been
0: perfect that was fun loved it
1: at and Chris it. Mercado 23 says I got lost in Nostalgia when Dean extended his fist to Seth Hashtag tweet the table and I liked it Seth Just a uh, freaking no soul Yeah up. hey and what culture You dumb shit
0: British Cunts how do you <laughs> not understand What the fuck Seth Rollins was doing there are like things You might have missed in the episode because I like to read their Articles and I love what culture so Calm your tweets about sure. it and stuff I was just saying hey The fuck because they're like Seth Rollins made absolutely no sense in not returning the fist bump to Dean Ambrose. It's like he made complete sense. It's when you ask a girl out, right. Or ask a friend back and you're like, Hey man, please, 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 please. And then they just pity you and go, okay, cool. And then you go, wait a minute. I'm not pity. And then you say, you prove to me now why you want to be my friend. It's a petty move it's a high school move but it's a move nonetheless that millions of people do so what culture get your shit together
1: get your shit together and you have too
0: many atoms hire a a tim and a tom
1: right a tim and a tom would dilute that atom pool real nice yeah because then it would instead of like adam 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 it would be adam tim adam tom adam Mm -hmm. right doesn't seem like so many atoms anymore when you throw a tim and a tom in there everything's better when you throw a tim and a tom in there in Ladies. anything. All right. <laughs> At Katie first. Lady. Says, could WWE stop calling Canada bizarro land? It's old. And every crowd is pretty much the same reaction nowadays. Hashtag tweet table. Yeah, we kind of touched on that earlier. Um, yeah, but Canada was really hard. Now, there are some cities that are as bad as the the damn American hats up there were. Uh, so, you know, Philadelphia is that way and other things like that. So, But she's right. Yeah, it is. That clearly sounds like something being fed. To the announcers to say, you know, because they're like, that's not the reaction we wanted.
0: Uh, at the end of the day, always be thankful that it's not Green Bay.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true.
0: Fuck your cheese, Green Bay. Fuck your cheese.
1: Yeah. Right? Yep. At the Iceman Forever says, so I'm guessing Enzo and Big Show as a tag team is a thing now. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh,
0: I think Enzo's gonna be a manager.
1: Yeah, or just gone. And I
0: think, and I think Goldust is gonna be a manager too.
1: Yeah, but you you hear all that? Damn, there's a lot of stuff going around about Enzo. Just I guess he's bringing people in the locker room that nobody wanted in there. He's been fucking like just like they threw him off a bus. Uh, so I don't know, man. He, he be, can go
0: make money doing other things.
1: Oh, absolutely,
0: yeah so yeah good do it Yeah. He, he, they need him he doesn't need them
1: Yeah. speaking of making money doing other things uh, we could make some money if you would go to our website SpanishAnnounceTable.net and use our Amazon affiliate links anytime you shop on Amazon because here's the kicker you're not going to pay any prices that you wouldn't pay just by going to Amazon.com already right? What? and we get some of it that easy you're going to buy products you already wanted and we're going to get a kickback from Amazon isn't that great SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Check out our Amazon links right there on the front page. And we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk to Roscoe Leach of the Leach Talent Agencies, plural. This guy's great. You're going to love him like we do. And that'll be when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And?
0: This is a gym. Bobby Heenan once managed CM Punk in Ring of Honor. He was actually the last wrestler to be managed by Heenan. Oh trainingtopicsnetwork.com
1: it's the Spanish announce table back again uh, what'd you do over break T-Mac Did you go get a Go get a burger. Go get a massage. I got my
0: water. I yeah. got my water,
1: and I got a foot rub. Oh, did ya? Nice. Yep. you? Nice. Was it yourself? You gave yourself a foot rub. It was. Yeah, hey, you
0: know. But you got a foot let, rub. Yeah. Don't let the details get in, get in the way of a good story.
1: I mean, if okay? you gave a foot rub to yourself, you also got a foot rub. I mean, that's. I mean, and you can translate that to. All right, never mind. Hey, we've got True a fact. guy. We've got a guy on here that we love. This guy is is a super fun guy and we're gonna you're gonna find that out as we go along through this interview but he's an nwl friend of ours a confidant uh what what's the best way to give this guy the justice he deserves TMac?
0: he's running the best talent agency this side of the
1: mississippi he is he is roscoe leach the ceo and founder of the what is it the leach talent agencies did i say that right
2: that's correct hi i'm <laughs> roscoe leach and uh yeah, I would say uh, best talent agency either side of the Mississippi, if I might be so humble. To it's good to hear from you guys. How have you been? Doing well.
0: I- I'll I'll tell you this. I don't travel that much, so that's why I had to only go with what I know. It's mm. not a slight on you. It's only my limitations.
2: Well, I'm here to assure you that any <laughs> talent agency that you find that's involved in pro wrestling doesn't have anybody there at the top that is working harder than I am to bring Ws to his clientele. Okay? I
1: like it. I like it. So Roscoe right. we, sure. So yep. let's let's flash back a little bit here. A lot of our listeners know the NWL, but a lot don't. And so we've we've kind of explained this to folks. It's a new wrestling league that started up here in Kansas City as of the first of this year. Um, but we knew the scene beforehand and had not seen roscoe leach before so explain how did this begin where did where's the crazy what portal did roscoe leach come out of
2: well i was uh born and raised in some pretty uh fallow pro wrestling grounds you may uh have heard of it in kansas city kansas is where i was originally brought up and when when i was just a young talent agent i used to spend a lot of time there at the Soldiers and Sailors Memorial Hall mm. and we go down there every Thursday night for tapings and try to get ourselves uh, in position to uh, see ourselves in the crowd there on Sunday afternoons and, and you know all the legends would come through back in those days whether it was you know Rick Flair, and Marty Janetti and the likes of those or uh, Bob Geigel or Bulldog Bob Brown, Kamala the Uganda Giant. I mean all the all the guys when the territories were running strong there in the '80s, uh, you know, we were big fans of that, and that's sort of where my passion for all this uh, grew. And so uh, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a veteran, and I uh, served my country defending mm-hmm. your freedom, TMac. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're welcome. Is is it one of your? It, it was my pleasure. I assure you, I that's thought awesome. of you often. Yeah. I was sitting up there at 60 position on top of a mountaintop in the uh, Republic of Korea. Uh but uh that aside that was a uh, sort of when I flew the coupe I did that and uh, all my friends always told me you know that I was made to be a personality in a pro wrestling locker room. So as time went on and the NFL and the NWL was uh being conceived by Major Bazden and his uh confidence up there mm. uh i just decided i'd make it my business to to try and get in there and finally do what it is that i've always dreamed of doing and loved to do and uh so far i think it's went pretty well
0: so did you have any experience in the pro wrestling world before nwl like were you on any any other independent circuits or making any shots you know in the united states
2: Not to speak of, uh -uh, I I really didn't. I, I mean, I was, uh, I was always close to it. You know, my brothers, my brothers and I, my friends would always go to, uh, the WWF matches when they came through town or whatever, you know, and I have, uh, uh, I have a worthless degree in broadcasting.
0: Oh
1: yeah. We got those.
2: Yeah. Yeah, We got those too. Uh, (laughs) You know. Uh, Well, you know how they get the attention of a a a person with a degree in broadcasting, don't you? You just point your finger at them, you say, "Waiter, yeah, can you come fill this up?" So, you know, it wasn't it. it, It's not a a easy business to break into. And uh, Mm -hmm. at one point, I did host a a a call-in show that was called the Kansas City Cage Match, and that was aired in probably in the late '90s, early 2000s. And uh, with a guy named Stephen St. John, who's still on the air here in Kansas City, and a couple other buddies of mine. So we interviewed wrestlers and, and, and did the same sort of thing he did. And, and uh, had a, a, we called ourselves a panel of pro wrestling experts. It mm-hmm. was a lot of fun because uh, we sat a hall, across the hall from uh, broadcasting legends like Don Fortune, and he would just shake his head at us. And the callers would call in and say, are you trying to tell me? And on a sports talk radio station, you guys are going to talk about Hulk Hogan. And we'd say, well, if you think Hulk Hogan's going to get in the ring with the likes of Michael Jordan and not whoop his ass, yeah. uh, you're sorely mistaken. These guys yeah. are athletes and they're professional athletes. And, and, uh, the hardest working ones out there, as far as I'm concerned. And so I've always kept it close to my heart. And, uh, and I was fortunate enough to, uh, noticed that they were looking for people uh, to do some uh, ringside announcing and things like that. So I whipped up the old, not, blew the dust off my old resume there and mm-hmm. sent it to them and talked to them a few times and called a couple matches there at the NW headquarters in beautiful downtown Kansas City, Missouri. And, and they looked at me after I did that and they said, you're terrible at this. And I said, I know. <laughs> I wasn't really coming out for it. Right. And they said, We don't think we want you to be a ringside announcer or anything like that, but we may have a character for you. So uh, you know, I didn't really have to do much. Uh, they just started calling me Roscoe Leach and uh ever since then it's just been downhill right. and uh I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed every minute of it and, and things are getting better every day. So I'm it- I'm super excited and I I think that the, the product that those guys put out the, the dedication that the uh, wrestlers have to it and uh, the amount of money that the organization's willing to, to put out, to support it, to help it grow and sustain has been nothing short of uh, amazing to me. So it's kind of the perfect storm. I just happen to be in the right place at the right time. As I tell my, my friends and family, you know, the sun will shine on a dog's ass every now and again. Right. And I was just, I was just lucky enough to, to be there to catch the the right ray of sunshine, and man, I'm I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. To be honest
1: with you. So, so it, what's amazing here is that uh, it's it's so far into your uh, your life's journey here because you're what I mean you're probably around our age, right? So, and most people think, well, <laughs> well wrestling. I'm, you know,
2: I'm I'm not a day over twenty nine, and don't you act, ever act like I am? Right. You know, I'm, that's exactly how old we are. I'm around your guys' age. Yeah, that's exactly I'm, I'm, how old. I'm 42 are. years old right now. I'm 42. Oh. I'm about to be 43. Uh, I got a couple, couple of rug rats running around the Waldesian mm-hmm. Palace as we speak. Yeah, it's close to the bedtime, so uh, I'm. I am. Uh, I, I told some the other day. Uh, if, if you'd have told me three years ago that I'd be a married homeowner with a couple kids embarking on a pro wrestling career. Yeah. I told him, you're goddamn right. I am. Where do I sign? <laughs> yeah. I like so that. That's where, I'm at. <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about it.
1: So did everybody just know when you were like, Hey, I got this deal with the wrestling company. Was everybody just like, that makes sense in your, in your immediate circle or were some people just like, what are you hey,
2: talking people about? People and now people, yeah, people in my immediate circle were like, you need to sign up for this. My wife, uh, in fact strangely enough uh was the one where like you know you might be good at this you should try it and uh I, normally you know I was just an old bartender and and uh spent you know I was kind of nocturnal and spent my time uh living a bachelor bachelor's lifestyle so
1: huh?
2: I doubt if if uh, my life wouldn't have changed for the better uh that uh you know I would have taken the time to uh send him the resume and go through the interview. It was, I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy because, you know, when you talk about something that you've dreamed about dreamt about for your whole life and then the opportunity comes and presents itself, the first thing you'd you, you start to think of is how am I going to screw this up? You know, this mm-hmm. is, this can't be real. I, why even get my hopes up for it? But, you know, I kept on, uh, interviewed with him two or three times over the phone. And then I went in and saw him a couple times and, and, uh, you know uh, carved out time in my schedule to make it happen. One thing got up and rolling in January. And now, you know, uh, I'm going to, I'm just dedicated fully to uh, the NWO and and Kansas city and uh, the new uh, towns that we'll be traveling to here in the upcoming uh, near future, you know? So uh, I'm, I'm 110% on board with it. And uh, I, I don't know. I, People are supportive of it. They they think it's crazy. I went to a party with my with my wife the other day, and uh, she brought up a friend of hers that she works with. She said, "Will you tell this lady that you're pro wrestling? You're in a pro wrestling, and you have a uh, talent agency and all that?" And I had one of my business cards. You know, I got those (laughs) business cards. I pulled one of those out. I said, "Just check us out. You know, turn on 38 the spot at 11 o'clock every Saturday night, and tune in." Because like Harley Race used to say, you might think pro wrestling's fake, but you'll believe I'm real when I hit you, you know, yeah. so that's the, that's the gist of it for me.
0: So tell us now that you're in it and you know, this has been something that you've watched since you were a kid, what is it like? Like, is this living up to all of your expectations? Is there something that uh, threw you for a curveball that you're like, I never thought yeah. this would be a part of the business? Yeah. You know?
2: It exceeds, it exceeds my expectations of, of how great it is. I mean, you know, I played sports in high school and like I've mentioned before I was in the service. And so I'm, I, you know, I'm kind of a man's man. I'm a good locker room guy. I like to think Mm -hmm. people like to be around, you know, guys who tell the dirty jokes or have the stories about stuff that I got into in my younger days or whatever. Uh But, you know, I, I, I've always, uh wondered what it would be like you know behind the scenes and uh to be honest with you you've just got a, a, a group of guys there I don't know if it's this way everywhere but at least at the NWL who are completely and 100% de- dedicated to their craft you know all the time and uh I was humbled by it and so in the beginning you know I just thought to myself well I'm just this you know, I'm just this guy that come off the street and I haven't paid my dues. I've never traveled. I've never, you know, gotten dropped off the top rope. You know, I haven't done anything. So I'm just going to mind my P's accused. I sit over in a the corner there and keep to myself. But, uh, you know, after a couple months and some of those, uh, you know, the Jack Fosters of the world or the Orterios, Jeremy Wyatt, Justin, I mean, uh, Michael Strider has been, you know, one of my best confidants in the world. and. And uh, those guys gave me the confidence that I needed to open up a little bit and, and be able to uh, embrace it rather than be nervous about it and uh, and get to get to feel like I'm a member of the family because that's what, really what it's all about, man, when you're going out there and you're putting it all on the line in front of you know thousands of people, and then people are telling you, you got a billboard on the highway that they saw you on. And you're just a little bit thrown off by it. I mean, I had a kid follow me out in the grocery store the other night and I couldn't figure <laughs> out what he was doing. Yeah. And then finally, you know, he'd be peeking, peeking down the aisle at me. And so finally, I just went and I was like, kid, what's your, you know, what's your deal kid? He goes, Hey, are you Roscoe Leach? And I <laughs> said, yes, I am. You know, and that's just one of the prouder moments of this experience so far is the, to feel like you're doing something, although it seems so, you know, whimsical and silly when you're out there doing it. Uh, if it doesn't go the way you want it to do, it it'll crush you for a day or two, you know. And and so, I want to do it, do it the best of my ability, and and make the guys around me look better, and make the company more money, and do whatever I can do to to make it a thriving concern, you know. So, although Roscoe Leach probably it elicits a little, a little bit of a laugh out of people every now and again, you know. And there's silly stuff that we do. I mean, it's really, it's really pretty serious to me, and and uh, I just hope it continues. That's all I'm saying. I, it all ends in a, in a day, and and uh, at least I'll have the, you know, I'll be able to look at it, and go, ahead oh, that was a hell of an experience." But I mean, I'd like like it for it to go on as as long as it can, and I think it will. It's only gotten better. Like I said, it started in January, so why wouldn't you? Well, you know? t-
0: tell us a little bit about what's the most supr- – we're going to get into the five questions here in just a second, but the last one we got for you before we get into that. What is the most surprising thing so far about being on this side of the curtain now that you're – you know out there cutting promos, giving stunners, you're in a six-man tag. What's been the most surprising is it the storyline writing, uh, the match layouts. What are you like well, uh, most I, blown I, away I,
2: by? You know, that is kind of I guess I could talk about that. I mean, it's all shocking to me. I'm still trying to catch my breath So, it, What what I what I anticipated as far as the way that it works is different. Because, you know, I'll tell people all the time, only the outcomes are predetermined. You know, it's not like somebody hands you a script and says, okay, here's what you're going to say tonight. And that's been my experience from day one. And I think that lends credit to people like Chris Goff and Matt Jackson who uh, have the know-how and experience to pull this off and make it look as good as it does every week. Because they, they've only got to say a couple things to me. Okay, here's what here's what you're going to want to do uh here's what here's the reaction we want on the crowd this is the way we want the people to feel and then you know whether it's me and and, and i've been working you know a lot with flex zerba uh he's a, he's a salty old dog out of joplin and, and of course you know niles Plunk is um has been doing it for years up there in the st joe area and those guys are consummate professionals you know Gil rogers uh one of the one of the best mentors i've been around and they just They just sort of nudge you in the right direction, and it really comes down to you drawing off your own personal experience and how something makes you feel, and and the crowd appreciates the genuine aspect of that, which, in my mind, I always thought, you know, even to this day, if I watch Monday Night Raw, which is, you know, once every six months, I, I feel like those guys might have like an ear plug or something working where somebody's feeding them lines. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't yeah. think that's true, man. I think it's really natural. And really it's, it's a, a uh, it's a medium that is, uh, draws off your innermost instincts, man. And they get, they get the best part out of you and the most interesting part out of you just by saying a few words. And I guess that's the most surprising thing to me about it is that it's not all. You know, it's not all written down. Okay. You say this and then you say, no, it's not like that, man. You just go out there and you pull it together underneath the hot lights and it, and it's working so far. So we're going to, we're going to keep on doing the same thing. You know, I can't, I don't know what to say. No, that's perfect. No, it was very well said. I'm a, you know, I'm a bartender by trade. And so, you know, I'm used to tap dancing a little bit and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, (laughs) got to work for them things away in a hurry. And so. Uh, if, if, if things change at the last minute, I'm able, I, I mean, I'm lucky I was, I was blessed with the gift of gab or whatever. So I'm lucky enough to be able to, uh, adapt and overcome as they say, and, and at least make it look halfway decent. I mean, there, they, there have been promos that I've watched after they cut and I'll tell my wife, I'll say, you know, I how I'm going to watch this one time then I'm not going to think about it anymore. Cause I'm not a hundred percent in love with the way that turned out, you know, or, or an appearance that I'll make. And, uh, man, like I say, I just give credit to those guys who, who have surrounded me since I got there and understood, you know, I was never shy about telling the guy, Hey, I've never done this before. You know, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to be, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to bear with me and they've all been Uh, very gracious. And I don't think that's as common in the business. I think that's unique to the Uh, NWL in Kansas city and St. Louis. And I, I could never say enough about how much I'm a appreciated them making me feel like a part of the team you know
1: yeah no it's certainly a a great amount of dudes there and just that are full of years up and down the road and know how to how to work the crowd and that's definitely uh a a great thing about the whole organization and you're doing extremely well there well hey before we so we can get you back to you said you got some guests over there at the place let's get into our standard five questions that we ask every guest this gets a good litmus test across the board
2: let's do these let's do these five questions but before you let me go, I also want to talk about what's coming up. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, we'll give you the plugs for, there yeah, for the NWL right. because uh, you know I've I've changed uh, my schedule around to where I'm gonna be tra- I'm gonna be traveling uh, with the gang to some of these other towns that are in the in the area. You know, we did we did one in Joplin last week that just mm-hmm. came off like gangbusters. Those folks down there were real good to us. Yeah, and,
1: went And well.
2: uh, is what yeah. we've been doing is and what we're gonna be doing is. We're going to set up Roscoe Leach's general store and more, and we're going to sell you flying monkey beers as close to the ring as we can so that you don't have to get up and walk uh, halfway around the world to get yourself a cold flying monkey. That just ain't right, and it's not American. It's not. Anybody from Kansas City shouldn't allow that to go on. You should should get some interns for the the talent agency. uh, uh, Being a part of uh, Roscoe Leach, I've even got a guy that's been traveling with me, he is a Little Roscoe, and uh, he is not. Uh, in fact, I just particularly I don't like the guy. He's a Little Roscoe, and he's not to be trusted. Ooh. And so, going forward, you can look. Uh, you, you can look for me and Little Roscoe at the concession tent, and we'll get it. We'll get you whatever it is that you like and what you need, and take care of you there while you enjoy the matches in, in, in Kansas City. Or wherever you might be. I mean, we'll be, you know, Springfield, Wichita, Omaha. You're talking about Des Moines. You know, there's plenty of towns that we can travel to to bring this great product uh, close to you. You can't come down here and see it in person. So I'm really excited about that. And that's going to help everybody because, you know, money makes the world go round. And if we can't sell a little bit of stuff that we're proud of, local pig sausages or Mm -hmm. another uh, product that we've been using that's a real hit with the with the people we like to focus on those local uh, Kansas City made products and yeah my hard working blue collar people just like us you like know a, like, so like that that's when you on it I just want to make sure that that was uh, a known uh, before you ask me all these tough questions.
1: Oh, yeah. And these are – boy, these are grilling you. I hope you've taken notes and prepared for this because this is going to be rough. Right?
2: This is the gotcha interview right uh, here. This is <laughs> – Right here. I feel like I'm in the, like I'm in the war room at, yeah, the, at yeah. the White House.
1: Right. You ever seen <laughs> – yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, expose me. All right. So, and to be official, <laughs> you me, we had to give it a you name.
2: You've you got me over the Spanish announce table. You bent me over the Spanish announce table. What are you yeah. going to do to me next?
1: Well – T Mac, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna see. <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody stop, Rusev. Oh
2: All
1: right. Anyway, that let's, get, great. let's get into the. Cinco preguntas. All right, you speak Spanish,
2: Roscoe? I do speak. A, I do speak un poquito.
1: <laughs> well, we, well don't. we don't. All right, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. So this first
1: one, Roscoe, who is your favorite wrestler of all time?
2: Oh, man. I, I, I'm an old school guy myself. I'd have to say the son of a plumber. Okay. That's the road American dream. I love him. I could watch his matches for days. I just thought that uh, he always caught me off guard a little bit because, you know, the, the pro wrestlers, are, they've got these physiques and this painting mm-hmm. oil and all this stuff. And uh, he didn't need none of it. He just yeah. had his he just had his moves and his uh, uh sort of a shake and bake style in the room and he put on put on so many good promos over the years. I mean he in my mind he pretty much invented the uh the promo that really got you stirred up, you know what I mean? And uh mm-hmm. even you know, you could you could put Ric Flair in that category or, you know, I, I like everything from the the uh, attitude era there I, I, I once got thrown out of an, uh, an arena for throwing a beer on bret hart you know i've done all that stuff good i just think dusty Rhodes. dusty Rhodes sort of laid it out the way that it's the way that it's uh you know those those are the type of traditions that uh were built to last and, and man he is i will never turn the channel if i see anything dusty roads related on there so that's okay. uh, that's where i'm going with it so, so
1: sidebar before we get into the second question what caused you to throw the beer on bret hart
2: because this is We i feel like we were in uh, God dang it, I, I can't even remember where we might have been in oklahoma city or tulsa huh? and i was in uh, i was in school at the time and uh, my little brother and some other guys, we loaded up a truck. We drove down there, and drank about sixty-five beers on the way. And we even got a car wreck. No, uh, ran in the back of a lady. Uh, paid her a bunch of money to not call the cops. We went to the matches, and you know, Stodola used to come down through. He'd walk right through the audience. You know, yeah, what I mean, he right. he didn't even use stairs. You know, he'd just come in. And so he had a match against the Heart Foundation, I think, and uh it it would have been a uh, 99 yeah. no probably 96 in that, 97 yeah. in there somewhere but anyway he was coming in and he, when he put his hand on my shoulder he just got me so fired up i had a 64 ounce beer in, in my hand and bret hart was standing right there and i just took it i chugged it at him <laughs> yes. and i thought man that yes. was great i hit him yeah. with it you know i thought it was the neatest <laughs> thing ever and it wasn't two minutes later before security come and snatched me up and hauled me right out of there but uh, I've got a good story out of the deal. I that guess you're not supposed story. to do that. Oh, wait, I feel like you had wait, eight good stories. Good Man,
1: <laughs> I felt like that one story was eight good stories wrapped up in one. So we'll have to we'll, – <laughs> you and I
0: true. and T-Mac. We, we can we'll elaborate have, later.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: All right. Second question. What is your favorite match of all time?
2: Uh, my favorite match of all time – I like that one, where it was. Uh, I think that uh, Undertaker was taking on uh, uh, Mankind, Nick Foley, mm-hmm. and they had the cage going, and they were jumping in the tacks and all that. Yeah, they had thumbtacks out already, and then the then he he jumped right off the top. I mean, I felt like he came 20 feet in the air and landed right on the Spanish announce table, didn't he? Yeah, it hurt. Yes, didn't he? Come, did. Isn't that yeah. what he did?
1: That is what he did. So.
2: That was uh, <laughs> that was pretty exciting. I mean, I I I thought that was about as crazy as it could get when when that went down. I couldn't even imagine it getting. I mean, you know, we we got Bob, hardcore Bob Holly's going to be up there in Saint uh, Joe on Friday. Yeah, if you're in the area, and he he was one of those guys. Who, you know, I like those guys who walk down the ring with a trash can and baseball bat with some barbed wire wrapped around it. Let's get down to business, you know, no holds barred type of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But that, that one comes right to the forefront of my mind, but there's a lot of them, man. There's oh, so many yeah. good ones. And I turn it on that network and I can watch that old stuff until the cows come home, oh, you know. So I that's a tough question, T Mac. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and meeting No, my pleasure. The pleasure was all on this side of the Spanish yeah. announce table, I assure you.
1: Yeah, you know, meeting Bob Holly, I, I honestly felt like that was that was just who he is. Like he might have that trash can and baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire in his trunk, ready to go. At I, all it, times.
2: And it, it, no, it, you no, know, that is true. I met, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what he's like to me. I stood with him at the, uh, we we did the, the signing at the Comic Con here a few mm-hmm. months back, and I stood there with him for a couple hours, and he talked to me just like a regular human being and respected me. But I, I, I did feel like at any moment's notice he could just snap and. Grab me by the back of my head and, and put my face through a plate glass window and not even think twice about it. I mean, that's the kind of guy he is. He probably lives on some compound out in the middle of nowhere and just rides around four wheelers all day killing stuff. I, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. I, a, I bet he carries a the four wheelers. He's, he's earned the, he's earned the right to. Yeah. You know, he's done it for a long time everywhere, and he's still in fantastic shape, and he still looks great doing it. And. uh, and we met, the, you know, Stevie Richards was here with us in Joplin and then come up to Kansas City last week. And he, he's another one that's just, you know, he's 40, Ageless. 45, 46 years old, something like that. I mean, and just we'll sit down and talk with a guy who's been doing it for six, eight months like me. And, and uh, just the nicest guy you'd ever meet and has a lot of insight for me. And it, 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 that that's where I consider, I consider myself really fortunate and in running into some of those salty yeah. veterans.
1: Right. Okay. So then you might've kind of hit on a little bit of this earlier, but who would you say is your biggest influence in this business?
2: Okay. Uh, you know, that you, have got your Jim Cornette, your Paulie dangerously, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, those type of guys the, the manager types, Bobby Heenan mm-hmm. uh, is a, a person that I really, uh, kind of try to, think about what would he do in some situations you know what i'm saying i was yeah. rocking that neck brace a little bit last week a couple of weeks ago and yes you were Man, i had more fun with that just thinking about how heenan would work that gimmick you know and uh i mean so uh i, I I'll, I'll probably go with i'll probably go with bobby heenan i mean i i feel like i i turn out more like jimmy mouth of the south mm. but i i would rather be you know Heenan was a little more intellectual and and uh had some had some stuff going on there that was really uh to me engaging and and made sense for you hated him but you laughed at him you know what i mean i don't know I don't he do. was just oh yeah he, no, just totally. real deep and real good i love the stuff that he would do with yeah. the gorilla monsoon and those type of things so yeah all right. Bobby let's get into question
0: brain. four. What is and since you're new to the business, they might all be coming at you at one time. But what is your favorite pro wrestling term? As far as like babyface, uh, heel, do you got a fa- favorite pro wrestling
2: term? Uh, my my favorite pro, my favorite pro wrestling term uh, is going to be. Uh, well, I like you know, I I I was calling it this week. It was the first time I'd ever gone two matches in one weekend. Yeah. So uh, that was a new experience to me. And I was walking around telling everybody, including the legendary Derek Stone uh, and people like that, that this was really great. My first double shot. I don't even think like I've gone to sleep yet. I've just been in pro wrestling heaven for two straight days, and I don't want to stop doing it. And they all chuckled at me. Because I kept calling it a double dip, okay, right. But actually, it's referred to as a double shot, right. Which is a little more masculine. Yes. Like I was, I was going, you know, uh, banana split ice cream sundae yeah. type right. uh, motif. Sure, you were. Right. And it's more like a, like a double shot, uh, you know, like a pornography reference or something. Right. So there, there, that double shot is going to be my my term i'm gonna go i'm gonna start doing a lot more double shots from here on out guys you better you know get ready screw your hats on tight (laughs) i like that
1: okay so this is the last one and this is really fun it's not even a question it's more of a i feel like this is the
2: sixth question is yeah, this you know, the
1: sixth question? It's the eighth or ninth, I really. I
2: wouldn't, I wouldn't keep. I wouldn't write them down, but this seems like this is one more than five. Yeah, this we'll, would be we'll, six.
1: Send the extra bill to Chris Goff at NWL. We'll be fine. I'll
2: expect an invoice in the mail. let yeah. better believe that's
1: right. Yeah, and it's not even a question, this last one. This is a hypothetical situation where we're going to test some of your creative brain that you've been bragging about here, all right? You ready for this? Okay. All right. So we are booking you, right? We're in a creative meeting. It's the three of us. It's you, me, and T Mac, as you called them earlier. We are in a creative meeting, and we're booking you, Roscoe Leach, for your next yes. big program. And I'm talking to the top. Let's say NWL had something like WrestleMania, right? Or even that it's WrestleMania. This is yes. the top of it all. Yes. Main event: Roscoe Leach versus T Mac. I need you to give me the storyline. Yes.
2: Well, uh, first of all, T-Mac shows up 12 minutes late to the ring. Yeah. That's the first thing you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a little – he's one of these guys, you know, that uh, walks into a meeting late, but he's got a uh, half-drinking iced tea from McDonald's. Like, you didn't have the time in your life to come to this fucking meeting on time, but you did have time to swing through the drive-thru at McDonald's and get yourself a goddamn – So what's going on here? Right. So that's the first thing that happens that sort of rubs me the wrong way. Uh, The next thing you know, uh, T-Mac gets in the ring, and, boy, I'm hot, so I probably swing and miss a couple times at him, and uh, he's going to throw me Um, into the ropes and uh, execute a perfect German suplex on me. And the crowd just can't believe what's getting ready to happen. So uh, is what I do is I go ahead and find his girlfriend in the audience. Oh. And I just walk straight over to her and I get her phone number. Yeah. Yet. Easy. Yeah. And yet I never call her. Oh. I never even call her. Oh. And she spends the rest of her life heartbroken. Yeah. And T Mac yeah. is sitting in the ring as I get counted out. Like and he knows he knows that Roscoe Leach is diabolical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See
0: that worked. Short, yeah. short match. You've met my girlfriend. That,
2: that cut to the heart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, she's I'd buy a it. looking lady. I mean, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I was just trying to do whatever I could. I, I, I'm not really a mean guy by nature. I just felt like uh, <laughs> sure. You know, sure, you, you build it. You build it as my top match. with feedback right. and that's how. That's, that's how, how I handle do it. it so i don't even kick him in the nuts or anything i just go with that that whole gimmick right there and uh i feel like i inflict enough pain for them well, to finally get give the credit to the uh leech talent agencies that uh that their credit is due yeah to them you, you kicked him in the heart everybody nuts. involved
1: yeah you kicked him in the heart nuts mm-hmm.
2: i kicked him yeah. in the heart that's what i did the heart nuts max heart is now yeah broken
1: Right. So let's get some plugs in then. Love that one. Let's get some plugs in. What's your Twitter? What's your Facebook? What's all the, where can we find you? Where's the YouTube? What do we got?
2: You can find me. uh, You you know, I'm Roscoe Leach uh, underscore NWL, I think, Mm -hmm. on Facebook and Instagram, and then at Roscoe Leach on Twitter. Uh, So that's, uh, that's about all. I mean, if you go, you know, if you go to the fight KC dot com Mm -hmm. or you go to uh uh, fight kc on facebook and they'll they'll scatter the you know sprinkle the infield with all the links that you need to contact me or get in touch with me and i right i'm one of those guys who responds right out of the gate you know i like to interact with the fans i'm about that i think that's part of it and make them feel like you know they can participate anytime i'm posting things on social media and people comment or or uh, respond or ask questions. I'm always there. I like that to get involved. I like good. I like some good Twitter beef. Yeah, with I other basslers. Like, yeah, you know, I'm into that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah hit me up. Just it's Roscoe. It's spelled R-O-S-C-O-E, mm-hmm. and then Leech has two E's in it. So uh, it's uh, right in a row. L-E-E-C-H, <laughs> and right then uh, you know anybody who knows their way around the dang uh, interwebs. Can figure out how to do that. I'm not as good at it as you guys are, Mm -hmm. but I'm learning.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, uh, Roscoe, for the Leech Talent Agencies, we got the contract over here. uh, You wanted us to sign. Uh, We were a little concerned that the contract is handwritten in pencil, but um, we're going to look through (laughs) it. Um,
2: Well, that's because we may need to change that thing. All right. All
1: right. That's true. Yeah. We may have some demands.
2: Coming down, you ever, you know, I played a lot of golf in my days, and I know those guys. Don't have erasers on their pencils. They don't keep scores as good as I do. Mm-hmm. So that's just the way that it goes. And, <laughs> and uh, once you get that thing all signed out for me, why we'll we'll start to make some moves and see if we can get some uh, get some Ws under your belt.
1: Yeah, we need a few. We definitely need a few of them yeah. Ws. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on here and entertaining us for a little while, and uh, we will see you at the next show for sure.
2: I sure appreciate you guys, and 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 especially all your wonderful wonderful listeners i'm glad to get to know them i hope they uh, got a little insight what roscoe leach is all about and what we're trying to do and uh just come up and say hi to me i'm always available you know that
1: yeah absolutely mm-hmm.
2: come on with it
1: all right roscoe thanks right. for coming on
2: bud. hey thanks for having me guys keep up the good work
1: all right and we will thanks all right team that was roscoe he's super fun
2: he's great and look at
0: that he uh used to do a radio show with my good pal Stephen st john yeah
1: you're gonna have to talk to oh old, old yeah. ssj there about that yeah uh, that's great uh, Stephen st john you can hear every morning on the radio here on 810 whb <laughs> in kansas city uh mm-hmm. did i say that right that's the right one right he's not on the that other is ten correct. No, he's not he's on, on, on that other 18. ten he's on 810. he's
0: on the number one yeah, right he's not on number two the
1: largest sports radio station uh in america in
0: america yeah indeed yeah he's got was the morning show for three years yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but anyhow back to roscoe leach what a great talent agency <sighs> he's got going on there he's got yep. uh lockdown ray briggs he's got mm-hmm. flex zerba he's got his own zebra pants now and giving out kicks to the dick and uh stunners all Stunning
1: around folks it, it go to the youtube the nwl's youtube page will have any of their shows since they began on there and roscoe's been on pretty much all Every of them single
0: one. yeah
1: and you can go back and see what we're talking about he's super entertaining and for somebody who's only been doing this what eight months uh he's he, hitting home runs he's a natural for sure well we gotta leave now we'll come back next week for josh what is it 212 something like that i think 212 in this
0: bitch yeah come 212.
1: on with it 112 that's a lot of 200s Right.
0: keep on racking them up just like W's for the uh, leech t- talent agency you know what I'm saying come on <laughs> widow, keep your head I, on a swivel
1: I like it we will be back next week episode 212 of the Spanish announce table right here on SpanishAnnouncedTable.net. and in 1999
0: former WWE diva Sable was the first woman to be given two covers of Playboy in the same year trainingtopicsnetwork.com
2: A voice that has the knowledge and the power to your fate. I hear voices crying.